Good day, beautiful people. Thank you for attending or viewing my first podcast, The Overcomers Approach, where we have authentic and real life conversations and life about overcoming when we hit those valleys in life, whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, it doesn't even matter what journey you are in life or how old you are. It is, we all are going to experience those times in our life where we got to overcome. And so with that, my first interview today is my beautiful granddaughter, Elijah, who is continuing to inspire me and be a role model for others in her community and within her family by really making the right choices and living authentically and holistically as possible. And so also for my first interview, what better than to have my granddaughter where we encourage generational overcoming. And that means breaking generational curses and relearning and unlearning some things and showing each other grace. And so with that, I want to welcome Alasia Ellis to the, the my podcast, The Overcomer's Approach. And how are you doing today, Alasia? Thank you for having me and me being the first. And thank you for the nice introduction. I'm doing really good. Awesome. That is great to hear. Well, we're going to go off and get started right now. We're going to get started. Uh, my first question is, what people or what person in your life has really impacted you to overcome? How did they influence you? How did they inspire you to overcome? Yeah, I would say first, my um, family as a whole has inspired me in some way, but my mom and my dad definitely have inspired me the most just because, you know, since having me, I'm their first and I grew up with them. So with my mom and being around her every day, I've just been shown a lot of strength and um, a lot of resilience in her, in her day-to-day -day life and, you know, getting off of work and having to make dinner or getting off of work and making dinner and helping my siblings with schoolwork or whatever else that needed to be done around the house. Um, and as, you know, I grew up with her, I had learned the story and um, I've had more grace and more understanding and just knowing what her why and how it changed her life. Um, and her why is her, you know, her kids and how she shows up for them every day and helping them, you know, succeed the best that she knows how. And with my dad, I would say just, again, growing up with him, you know, I've seen him evolve so much. Um, we talk about, you know, holistic eating, which is like, um, you know, eating fruits and, you know, he makes green drinks and smoothies and stuff like that. Um, which they're really good because I know when I first started, I had a hard time, hard time like making them like taste somewhat good, but he makes them like super good. Um, and then, you know, us talking about, you know, podcasts and what we learn and, you know, how eating affects our daily mood, um, stuff like that. I think that's what they have both taught me the most is just learning from them and watching them. Um and then my dad, just like as a man, he's always been there in my life and he's always been very present um, as far as just asking me how my day is going, you know, being very engaged in what information I'm taking in and maybe even reading the book with me or us talking about it after. Um, we just kind of share information 
Um, so I would say those are the main two people that have um, helped me in a way and overcome, as well as you and grandma with my faith, just because it's a huge part of what I find to be my purpose is God's purpose for me. So you guys introducing church and, you know, you know, the Bible, reading the Bible, how I can apply it to my life and get closer to God. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So what I heard is that your mom, because she's resilient and she's strong and she knows mm -hmm. her why and she knows her purpose. And it sounds mm -hmm. like her why and her purpose is her children. And that is very, very mm -hmm. important. And that is honorable uh, to even know that it's not easy out here sometimes. And she is doing it and she's persevering and she's being resilient. And she's showing you what a, a work ethic, a good work ethic looks like and getting it, getting life done and getting things done, even when sometimes it's not easy and still doing homework with the kids and still cooking and, and mm -hmm. still maintaining her relationship with her children. And so I'm mm -hmm. so appreciative to your mom of that. And I know your dad, you talked about how he's really evolved as a, as a man and how he shows up and how he's present, how he influences you regarding his holistic eating and, and dieting and juicing. I won't even say dieting a uh, way of life, really, because he doesn't diet. Yeah. But just how he talks about those experiences with you. And I heard you say is that you kind of grew up with your parents because I, I'm aware that they were young parents when they had you. They were, mm -hmm. they were teenagers. And how sometimes that can go left in our society. We know about what statistics say. But uh, and how well they co-parented you. And, and how well they partnered with you. Uh, and not every, not all parents can do that. But when it does work, you know how the blessings come out of that. And that's, you know, a stable, grounded young woman with purpose and destiny in her life. And it may not have started the way traditionally things started, but it, it just shows you how God can really turn that around and make it for God's glory. And I'm just so happy about that. And then as we go into that part, you said God um, and how mm -hmm. me and my mom affected you in terms of your faith, how we brought you to church, how we talked about the Bible. And we're imperfect women. We're just imperfect mm -hmm. women living in this world, trying to get it right. So we grow constantly. But to hear you say that we impacted you, you know, by taking you to church, by sharing the word of God with you, by praying with you, um, how we continue on this overcoming journey how even when we are striving to get it right, um, even when as we grow and evolve and how we show grace to one another, how you are still impacted and how it's impacting generations after. So for you to say that, I just I feel it's such an honor and I feel it's such a blessing that we don't get everything right. But that's one thing we got right as women and we get other things right as well. But I'm so happy to hear about that and how you will carry that legacy on. Uh, as you move on in the world. So I'm so happy to hear about that. My next question is, uh, when you had a, a, a difficult experience in life um, or a young woman, that it may have been challenging at the time and it may not have felt good at the time, but you were able to overcome. Uh, can you list one experience or share one experience that you had that helped that you had to overcome in? Yeah, um I would say like high school as a whole, just because I'm a very introverted person. And, mm -hmm. you know, my mom told me one time that she came to pick me up from daycare when I was really young. And she saw me playing with my toys, you know, in the corner by myself. But she said I was really happy. And 
she always knew that I was, um, like, I was a very good baby for, you know, the being young parents they said, so I was really easy, but she always knew that I was, like, very, like, to myself, and so the way that um, showed up in high school, it was different just because I preferred to be by myself. I didn't always like to be around a lot of people, but not only that, like, high school is just another stepping stone into like the real world in a way where people um, are coming, you know, everyone, I understand everyone's not perfect, but they're coming to school with baggage or they're coming to school with toxic, you know, kind of like behaviors or patterns or things that, um, you know, shouldn't really be prioritized in school. I feel like it should be, should have been more about like education, but again, no one's perfect. Um, and so with, you know, going to school, um, overcoming that really just trying to find my balance and my focus, I feel like that's where my faith played out the most, just young adulthood. I feel like that for anybody, that's the hardest part of life because you're just trying to get everything figured out. Um, but I knew once I finished high school, um, and I got over that, like mountain, that obstacle, and it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about the importance of knowledge of who you know and sometimes not all not always what you know. Um, but it can be a mix of both of, you know, working smarter, not harder, you know, making sure you have that knowledge of investing your money in real estate and home owning and land owning. Um, so you can better live a good quality life. But I knew once I finished high school that um I would really enjoy college and I do. I enjoy having my own schedule. I enjoy um, the flexibility of it. I enjoy being able to choose what I want to learn um, because I learned a lot outside of high school that I didn't necessarily learn in high school. And I yeah. feel like the quality of what I'm learning now is uh, more important because I can apply it, um, you know, to what I'm doing for my career. So I would say that was the number one thing was just getting through high school. Awesome. I love that because uh, what we do know about high school cannot be easy for, and it's not easy for many people. And I think times have changed where it's probably even a little bit more difficult due to the influence of social Mm -hmm. media. And then when you're an introvert, I can definitely relate to that. We talk about that. We joke about that a lot because I'm also an introvert Mm -hmm. as well. And I get a lot of energy off of nature, one-on-one quality conversations, um, I can't turn it on and turn it off. I could be an extrovert when needed when it comes to work or something that I'm really passionate about or God, but then I just shut that right off. And then I need to decompress and relax and just uh, enjoy. So, and it doesn't mean that being an introvert is a bad thing because there's a lot of successful introverted people in society. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, extrovert, introvert, it's just a tool and uh, it doesn't make anyone even greater or even better than the other person, but how it could be challenging sometimes in school, especially, you know, when you want to be to yourself. And so that can be a little difficult. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Um, And then God, uh, God really, you know, how he's, how me and my mom has impacted you. I'm so grateful for that as well. Last question um, regarding there's so much going on in the world. We got the war going on. We got mass shootings. We got, um, we got like, it feels like a recession and inflation is going on. You know um, what gas, you know, it's expensive to live in this world and, you know, money, you know, spirituality, war, 
um, highlighting people's dysfunctions on social media, we can get drawn into that and go down a dark hole. How do you remain balanced when you're getting given getting all that information every day, all day long? How do you maintain your balance? Yeah. Um, well, I first start off with like prayer the first thing in the morning. Um, I also like you mentioned that I like being in nature. Um, I like reading. Um, also, just like and with all that, I you know I'm not on my phone at all. Um, so I just turn my phone off, or I just you know we have to understand what like history. And also the way the media works that um, it's the news is there to kind of magnify fears in people. Um, and so you can't get too emotional with certain things, of course. Um, but what's currently going on is like a humanity thing. Like you can't, like people are seeing people kind of like die on their screen or seeing like bodies laid out or kids. So it's like we're becoming just, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but we're becoming like, I don't know, not, what's the word? I don't know what I'm looking for. Desensitized, like, because yeah, you see it so much. Yeah. You yeah, see it so much, yes. it's not really affecting you the way it should. And it's also something that we shouldn't be seeing all the time. Um, so I would say, yeah, the, the media and the news are doing what, you know, it was built to do in a certain way. Um, I think there's positives to the news and social media and the internet, but um, majority of the negatives show more often just because um, that's the whole agenda that they're pushing. So I would mm -hmm. say, you know, just disconnecting, um, finding a hobby, reading, writing, journaling, walking. If you don't believe in God, you can meditate, um, you can work out. There's a lot of different things you can do outside of social media. Um, and like how I maintain not being like having fear from what I what I have seen or what I have been exposed to. I again have faith and I believe in God. So I believe that there's something greater coming and I believe that um, there's hope. Um, I just have yeah. to do what I need to do as an individual and for my family, um, anyone who I cross paths with to help them. I love that. Great answer. Like you said, walk in nature, meditate, pray, journal. You just have to disconnect. And that, you know, the media and social media is going to do what it's going to do because that's what it was mm -hmm. set out to do. And there's pros and cons to it, but it's all about balance is what I hear you say. And so I'm so appreciative and, and that you have that awareness um, to know that, you know, because um, some kids don't know it, some adults don't know it either. So <laughs> we all have to just kind of be accountable to each other. So I appreciate that feedback, Alasia. Last question, with all that's going on, what gives you hope, you know, hope to go on, hope to overcome, you know, with so much going on, what continues to give you hope? Yeah, um, I would say number one for me is always God, um, just because again, I'm like a vessel and uh, God is definitely, um, there to remind me that you know my purpose is bigger and whatever purpose that he has for me is you know that's what I'm striving for um to make sure I'm going in the right direction um but also I you know children of the future I think um there's a lot of pros and cons to my generation there might be a lot more cons than pros but for the most part I like that we're more self-aware um I like that you know 
you know, the importance of, um, you know, having that self-care, the importance of, you know, what quality of life you want to have. So I feel like um, it's definitely a balance you have to have. Um, again, I look to God for hope just because um, as a human being, we're all flawed. And sometimes I get in that fear mindset, um, mindset but to stay out of it, I just pray or I read my Bible or, you know, just stuff like that that I like to do or I read. Um, so I think that God and just children can give me hope for the future. Awesome. I love that. God and children give you hope for the future, mm-hmm. you know, because definitely with God, you know, he orders our steps. And so we we walk by faith and not by sight. And God is not a God of fear. And so and then having future and hope because the next generation to carry on the torch. And so with that, which as we talk about next generation, the next generation, Elijah. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for participating in our Overcomers Approach today. Have a blessed and wonderful day, beautiful people.